It was a pilgrimage that Mary undertook in visiting Elizabeth. The purpose of a pilgrimage is to seek out an object or a place the divine becomes accessible the sacred is experienced. Mary visited Elizabeth in her awareness of how precious the person of this woman, her kin, blessed by God in her old age. And the irony of it all Mary sought out the experience of God's intervention in the life of it. And it ended up with Elizabeth recognizing and proclaiming the most holy in the womb of Mary. Blessed are you among Blessed are you because you believe. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Any pilgrimage, any awareness of the divine naturally swells up into a jubilation, into an outpouring of joy and gratitude because of the marvelous deeds that God out for us creatures so abundantly blessed. We are gathered here in a pilgrimage searching out for the sacred confident of experiencing the divine in this magnificent basilica of the national shrine of the Immaculate Conception. And we are sure of that because like Elizabeth, under the guidance of the Spirit, we have come to recognize in the same woman blessed among all women, the unfathomable, the supreme mystery of God coming to be Emmanuel, the God taking our own flesh to be one with us, to be in our midst for our sake. And like Elizabeth and Mary joining in, in this mutuality of experience of the divine, we too cried out as we just did with the responsorial psalm so beautifully. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. But dearly beloved, we have now to pause 
because if we are to follow the footsteps of Mary, if we are to imitate the reaction of Elizabeth, there is something that will be required of us if we are to be authentic, if we are really to glorify the Lord. Nine years ago, in the sacred place, we meditated together and we heard our Lord looking down upon us, asking the question, Kayo lamang ba? Where are the nine? Is there only one who has returned to give glory to God? Siyam na tao na po ang nakalilipas nang dito'y itanong ko, Kayo lamang ba? Nasaan ang ibang Pilipino? Kayo lamang ba ang nagpapasalamat, ang nagbibigay puri sa Panginoon? We said, look at Christ. There is a certain sternness on his countenance. Does he look happy? Is he still waiting? The fact that nine years have passed by and we are still gathered here rejoicing in jubilation, celebrating a pilgrimage to this magnificent shrine because of that woman we call Birhen ng Antipolo. Perhaps we should now move on. Let that question of nine years ago be answered by each one with a very personal appendix to it. Have you brought anyone else to join in magnifying the Lord, in glorifying the name of God in these sacred precincts in connection with our love for this woman, blessed among all? Let us move on. And if we are perhaps to ask the Lord, looking down upon us, Lord, what must we do? Will he perhaps tell us, ask my mother? Tanungin ninyo siya. Nagpunta kayo rito upang siya bigyang damal. Nagagalak ako. Ngunit, ang pagpunta ba ninyo dito ay nagbubunga? Does it make a difference that you come here in pilgrimage? Let us ask her. But we know already what he will tell us. What she will remind all of us. As during the wedding feast at Cana, she told those serving the people, the guests, 
Listen to my son. Do whatever he tells you. She definitely will say the same to us today. Listen to my son. Do whatever he tells you. That is the only instruction or admonition or lesson that we can derive directly from the lips of Mary, our mother. Go to my son. Listen to every word he utters and make it your point as vital as your own life to do everything and whatever he tells you. My brothers, my sisters, at this juncture, we go back to Christ and ask, Lord, what do you want us to do? Your mother has told us to return to you and not be just with her. How is Christ, therefore, communicating with us today? What is Christ possibly telling us? Allow me, my dearly beloved, to echo to you what I hear from the Lord. His appointed, anointed representative here on earth, our Holy Father, Benedict XVI, has declared that we are now in this special time where we need to dedicate our prayers, our time, our efforts for the priest. This is the year for priests. And what does that have to do with us as pilgrims to this shrine visiting Mary and together with Elizabeth praising God for the marvel of the Emmanuel and together with Mary glorifying God for the mystery of our salvation is that not perhaps what is dearest in the heart of this woman that we throughout the world and particularly in the Philippines that we represent special care be now undertaken for our priest three hundred seventy years passed before something happened that explains our presence here today in 1626 the image of Our Lady of Antipolo arrived in Manila from across the Pacific originating in Mexico brought to the nation by the Governor General this lady eventually came to be known 
a Nuestra Señora de la Paz y buen viaje. Because this lady already then to our own ancestors became an object, a symbol, an image of God's grace for us. Vibrant in the midst of the Filipino people in their history and in the ups and downs of their own struggles. 360 years needed to pass before the real movement happened that can actually be the secret to understand who should this woman be to us Filipinos. I am referring to the coming of this woman from the shores of the Philippines once more across the ocean to be shared to the believers and the people of this great nation. The Lady of Antipolo is the woman who has been crossing the ocean back and forth. During the Spanish period, eight times she crossed the Pacific from Acapulco to Manila, protecting and guiding that vital galleon trade that was irreplaceable for the well-being of the land. In that exchange and sharing of their resources and of their wealth, why was he called Our Lady of Peace? Did she establish peace by spreading wealth, by promoting sharing? Could she really claim good voyage because she succeeded in bringing safely home and in taking them again once more across the waters to establish that communication, that living contact between two nations that has been repeated. As she was brought to the Philippines, we have brought her here to the United States. But then the physical bringing is supposed to represent an interior reality. And it is that she really for us is beyond price, the treasure we must have with us wherever we go, and a treasure so magnificent that we love to share her with everyone. And she has become, therefore, the symbol whereby our present pilgrimage takes its meaning. But, as Elizabeth said, this woman is only really comprehended and appreciated if her faith is seen and understood, treasured and imitated. 
And this is now the question to all of us. Have we brought simply an object, an image? Or have we brought here across the ocean a life, a relationship, a form of communion that through her and with her we have that oneness with the Almighty whose name we proclaim. When the question is posed to us, where are the others? And the answer could be, the others who may not have the faith to recognize her for who she is, then there would be no pilgrimage. But then, again, for us who are gathered here, we are on this path because we are queried, is our appreciation of her faith echoing Elizabeth? Is it as real as our imitation of her? Imitating Mary, and we have started that, whether we are aware of it or not, by taking her with us, so much so that Mary can very well be considered under the title of Virgen ng Antipolo, as the patroness of overseas Filipinos. We carry her in our hearts, in our devotion to this woman, we have a basic characterization of our faith. I was so struck last night when Monsignor Rossi shared that in the 12 years of his experience and fellowship with the Filipinos here in the land, he could not but marvel at the great, 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 great faith of the Filipinos. But that is comparative, that's relative. Great in a world where it is absent. Great in some aspects, but not in all. Great because visible enough. There is one element that Our Lady, I think, is reminding us about. And it is this, that the faith Elizabeth saw in her became experienced by Elizabeth precisely because it was a faith that was acted out. It was a relationship with God that was practiced. It was a love that could walk in pilgrimage to visit a woman in need. Mary's faith was not of the abstract theology. Mary's faith was that love and intimacy of a woman with her creator and therefore with the rest of creation.
the faith that has hands and feet to reach out to assist to offer oneself when the question is asked of us the Filipinos claim faith and we thank God for whatever we can claim but then when we feel there is still something that seems to be missing is it perhaps that we at times allow ourselves to be carried away by the beauty of the ritual by that satisfaction we derive in being together in singing our melodies in looking at our symbols and in parading with pride our images is there something more and that i believe is what the holy father is suggesting and it is up to us to pick it up or not the holy father is with unmistakable clarity telling us any group any people any nation any church at this juncture in the pilgrimage of the church must do something for the priest must be concerned with the priest must realize the irreplaceability of their own fellowship with the priest of the church and it is here that i think i must answer the question what am i doing here after nine years after asking you the question then kayo lamang ba nasaan ang iba pa so that i can ask you now the question ano ba ang inyong ginagawa ano ba ang inyong magagawa and it is not from us that the answer comes it is an answer that our holy father literally is already whispering into our ears i have been sharing with friends the amazing but more startling rather painful reality that a country of people like ours 80 million Catholics with only 5,000 or so priests there is something the matter are the priests not appreciated how come we do not have enough we never had enough from day one of our history when we compare that for instance with india 20 million roman catholics and they have 15,000 priests for 20 million 15,000 while with our 80 million we have only 5,000 to speak of is it then startling when our own bishops 
point out to us that what is the number one characteristic of Christianity on our islands, the religious ignorance. The religious ignorance that is oftentimes behind the preoccupation with the externals and therefore the absence of what is so fundamental the conversion summoned by the gospel without the conversion actions would not be forthcoming without the transformation then we will be going around in circles literally in processions without that metanoia that Christ open up with as basic to his gospel then our own recognition of the sacred would remain peripheral and its impact on our existence superficial it is Mary according to Benedict XVI who personifies to us my dear Kababayan what is supposed to have taken place what is supposed to be taking place with every generation and what is supposed to be presumed already with every single one of us here present today what is that Pope Benedict loves to compare Mary to soil Mary is a soil a patch of the earth a virgin soil ordinary like any parts of the earth but on this soil the word of God like a seed has been planted and this earth had been open-hearted literally embracing the seed taking in the seed allowing the word of God to cast its roots deep into its being transforming the seed as the seed derives life and concreteness and actuality in the earthiness of the earth Mary si avoy yung lupa na alinsunod sa paglalarawan ni Lucas ay tinanggap yung binhi ng salita kung kaya't yung lupa ay hindi na lupa ito yung lupa na may binhi ito yung lupang may tumutubo ito yung lupang may pinagugatan ito yung lupang may pinagbubunga ito yung lupa na inaanihan it is striking how the gospel focuses on that aspect that the word of God is not intended to be inutile rather early on in the Old Testament we are reminded that it is like the raindrops that will never fall to the earth in vain. It does not return back empty. Has the word of God returned back to God from the soil of our religiosity empty? Where 
are the roots? Where are the branches? Where are the fruits? Where is the harvest that the gospel is so insistent in inquiring about, in looking for? And I think it is what Mary, this woman we love so much, that we pride ourselves as being on Pueblo Amante de Maria. Mary now is asking us, where are the fruits, my children? Is our relationship only on the outside? Do you appreciate what happened to me? Are you my children? Am I your mother? Can we really say, like mother, like children? It is the work of the grace of God, definitely. But have we allowed, have we cooperated with that grace so that the transformation in her, the Immaculata, can also take place in us, Redempta, saved from sin, as she was sinless. When we are challenged by people who do not share our traditions and our practices, when they search for the difference that loving her is supposed to make in our lives and in our relationships, what is our answer? Is this pilgrimage to the Birhen ng Antipolo, a real experience of grace authenticated by our transformed lives? Or is this something we put on this time of the year in conjunction with our celebration and jubilation in summer? The year for priest, Mary can say no other concern. This woman had cared for the disciples, for the early leaders of the church. This woman of Pentecost gathered with them in prayer. This woman at Ephesus living with John the Beloved accepting them as the wish of her son hanging on the cross, designating her mother to them and entrusting them as her children and her sons. These are our priests. And to have real devotion to Mary, we must be one with her, caring for our priest. In what way? In what way? It is beautiful, mga kapatid, to see you how you are friends of our priest, of the priest with you. Beautiful, I tell you. But is that, that camaraderie, that joy, in the celebrations of life with those who are around you the point of the holy father precisely 
is for all priests. The priest whom you do not see, the priest whose names you do not know, and therefore the priest whose tears and sweat and blood you do not factor in in your understanding of the church. I ask myself, why am I here? Why have I returned after nine years? I believe precisely to tell you that if our patroness is Mary who kept crossing the ocean eight times, eight times she crossed the Pacific. This time she crossed again in this magnificent chasuble made in Manila especially for this occasion. Her image once more to be with you call upon you, go with her back to Manila. How? The Holy Father said, for our priest, the day was made for me early on in this trip to the United States when Father Efren Esmilia of the Paris Our Lady of Hope. So simply told me, Monsignor, we will include the old and the sick priest of the Philippines in our Simbangabi collection. Monsignor, we will please send us the medicines, the retirees, and the sick diocesan priests of our country are in urgent need of and we will do our own version of a medical mission for them. It made my day. How about the rest of us? When I hear, for example, of my comadre Lydia in Philadelphia being so involved with the Bantai Bata. It was at the tip of my tongue to say, Kumare, how about Bantai Pare? My dearly beloved, Mary, our mother, the Birhen of Antipolo is not happy just being procession around here. She wants to cross back as she used to do with you in your hearts, particularly as the Holy Father suggests in your acts of charity and love for the priest. The poorest of them, the most diminished of them, physically, personally. Because whatever we do to the least of this, it is to him. This lady tells us, her son, that we do it. 
I have a dream. Our Lady of Antipolo once more being liberated from the situation of a statue into maternal love and concern, busily flying across the waters so that what St. Paul tells us tomorrow in his second letter to the Corinthians may become true, that others in need may feel the reality of your love just as in your need may you feel the love of the others. Let us pray to our Blessed Mother, Birhen ng Antipolo, ina namin, lalo na po ina ng mga pare, akayin mo kami upang ang pananawagan ng Santo Papa ay maging amin. Ipakita mo sa amin kung paano ang aming kapatiran dito sa Estados Unidos ay magkakaroon ng isang panibagong yugto sa aming pagsama sa iyo sa pagtawid sa dagat, sa pag-abot sa iyong kaparihan sa kanilang katandaan ng pangangailangan. Birhen ng Antipolo, ipanalangin mo po kami. Amen.